Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, we're back once again at the Corner of Truth and Courage. I hope you had a great weekend being in the house of the Lord. It's beautiful to see the spring weather come in and the budding of new life. And I hope you're enjoying that and appreciating the handiwork of our Lord and Savior. Today I want to talk to you about having victory over sin. When we got saved, we, you know, were given a full 100% redemption, full 100 justification. We were fully pardoned, but there's something about our salvation we didn't get 100% of, and that is our sanctification. That's a process. That's something that we grow into. And it's part of the uh, separating of ourselves from the world into that which is holy, becoming into the image of our Savior. It's called sanctification. And it's a process. And the more you walk in the Spirit, the more you um, follow the ways of the Lord, the more victory you're going to have from the things of this world. And so... Uh, We're going to talk about some of the identification marks, some of the things that you want to employ in your life and have at your, uh, you know, kind of like in your tool belt available to you to fight sin, to be an overcomer of sin. When you get saved, you don't get sinless uh, perfection. Uh, That is not a biblical teaching. There's some out there who teach it, but it's not a Bible teaching. And so today we're going to be talking about seven tools, seven things that we can employ in our Christian walk to help us to have victory over sin. Before we get into that, let me quickly remind you we're still in our spring fundraising campaign. Thank you for those of you who've already helped us pushing that needle closer to the $20,000 mark. We're nearing the halfway mark. We're not there yet. And so we've still got a long ways to go. Maybe today you'll help us uh, move that uh, mark a little higher there. And the number to call if you want to, um, to donate and be uh, to, to partner with us, the number is 800-616-0082. That's 800-616-0082. Or you can always give safely, securely online at our website, Fortress of Faith. That's fortressoffaith.com. We're going to take the word victory and use it as an acrostic. And in that, uh, we're going to find seven things. We're going to talk about being vigilant. The devil wants to destroy us. We need to be vigilant and uh, and out there, uh, always prepared for the devil's work to try to tempt us, to get us into sin, to, to destroy our Christian walk in faith. It's one that we want to imagine the consequences of what will happen if we do give in to sin. We need to captivate our thoughts. We need to tell God um, our, our needs and, and areas that we're struggling with and enlist help. We need to observe that God's always observing us. He's always watching. When temptation does come, run. Run from it. And then why in our victory acrostic to yield to the Holy Spirit. Let's get into these things a little bit more. First of all, being vigilant. First Peter chapter five, verse eight says, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may 
devour. The devil wants to destroy our lives, to get us to uh, get into sin and destroy our testimony and our walk and to tempt us with the pleasures of sin, and they are pleasurable. If they weren't, no one would be doing it. But the problem is, is that sin is only pleasurable for a season. And, uh, and, and realize this, 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says this, but, be, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we can have victory over the devil, but the first step is to be vigilant and be watching. We find also in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12, the Bible says, Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. Uh, you may be saved for a multitude of years. You know, I've, I've been saved over, uh, well, you know, over 50 years, not quite 55 yet. But, um, you know, the fact is, is that if you've been saved even for a long time, you may think you've got strongholds. You may think you've got areas of your life where the devil can't get a victory in, in this area. The devil's never, devil going to get me to drink, never going to get me to smoke, never going to get me to uh, have an affair or, or do this, that, and the other. Now, listen, the moment you think you've got that certain area all settled and you don't have to put your guard up in there, you are probably the biggest candidate for the devil to succeed. The Bible says, let him that thinketh that he standeth take heed lest he fall. Here's how I've been saying it for years. Your greatest strength left unguarded will be your greatest weakness. Let me say that again. Your greatest strength, left unguarded, will be your greatest weakness. So be vigilant. Always be guarded. Always have your guard up and prepared, even in areas that you think that you've got all this settled. Take heed. If a man thinks that he stands, take heed lest he fall. All right, let's move on to number two. So V for vigilant, I for imagine. Imagine the consequences. If you yield to sin, if you give in and you do the things that your flesh is desiring and the temptation is calling on you to do, imagine the consequences if it's known, if you get caught in doing what you think. You know, you may keep it hidden from everyone. You know, your friends, your pastor, your spouse, your children. But these things are never hidden from God. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. You sow seeds to the flesh, seeds to, of sin. You're going to reap it. There's going to be something that will come as a result of it. Numbers 32, verse 23, the Bible says, Be sure your sin will find you out. Again, you may be keep it, you know, you may be good at hiding it and keeping it from the knowledge of others. But the Bible says, Be sure your sin will find you out. And so we need to be to, to imagine, and that will help you. To have victory over sin, V, be vigilant. The devil is always, always at you. He's never going to let you off the hook. He's going to keep coming at you every angle he can. Imagine the consequences if you give in to it. There's a great example of King David. David thought 
that he could hide his sin. First of all, he was in a place he shouldn't have been at the you know at the time when he was tempted to have an affair with another man's wife, Bathsheba. The, the the passage starts off, you know, when kings go forth to war. Well, David wasn't there at the war. He wasn't leading his country. He was back home, enjoying the pleasures of his own family and his own wives and and so on there. But now he sees another man's wife, and he begins to lust after her, and a relationship builds. And then a child is discovered. And so to cover his sin, he tries to bring her husband Uriah back from the war and hoping that he'll be with his wife that night, and then everyone would think, well, the child is his when he came home. Well, he had more integrity than the king did, and he wouldn't enjoy the pleasures of his home and of his wife while his men were on the battlefield. And so Uriah, uh, so David's plans were foiled, and so then David plots for his death, the killing of Uriah. We see a a degrade there, and that's often with sin. You know, it leads you up one path, and before you know it, you're having to you know, uh, cover it up and do this and, and so forth. And, and, uh, and so imagine the consequences. But it was there that Nathan, he thought he hid it from everybody, but the prophet came to him and stuck his bony finger in the face of the king and said, Thou art the man. David knew his sin was not hid from God. And so imagine the consequences. Proverbs chapter 28 verse 13 says this, He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. Uh, Adam and Eve try to cover them. Mankind has always been trying to cover their sins. And uh, the Bible says you're not going to prosper. Your sins will find you out. And it goes on to say in that same verse, Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13, but whoso confesseth and forsaketh shall have mercy. Let's move on. Number three, captivate your thoughts. First of all, be vigilant. Be aware the devil is always going to be after you. All It's a spiritual warfare. Be vigilant. Number two, imagine the consequences, the disappointments, and the heartache, and the ruin that comes with that sin. Number three, captivate your thoughts. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 says, bringing into captivity every thought thought to the obedience of Christ. Uh, We need to understand that in the inner man, in the inner man is where our thoughts and our feelings and our decisions lie. And, And it begins there. And then it takes fruit. It results in what the outer man does. And this is where our deeds and our actions occur. This is where habits are formed and a lifestyle is developed. But it all begins first with our thoughts, with our feelings, and our decisions. This is the heart of man. This is the mind of man. And actions are results of our thoughts. Our actions don't happen until we first engage our mind onto these things. And so if we control, the point is this, you control your thoughts and you will control your actions. If you allow your thoughts to dwell and, uh, 
and to consider and plan and and so on there before long it will develop into an action so if you can learn at the very beginning to control your thoughts then you will control also your actions the moment you and i became christians the moment that we became children of god we switched teams before then when we were unsaved we were at enmity with god we were enemies of god but now when we became children of God, we now are adopted into his family. We've now been redeemed. Now we've left the side of Satan. The devil has now lost us, and now he will certainly turn his, uh, uh, his wiles and his darts and his efforts to try to destroy you for leaving him. We are engaged in a spiritual battle. So, again, be vigilant. Imagine the consequences. And thirdly, captivate your thoughts. We're going to have to stop there. We'll cover the other four items here on how to have victory over sin. And we'll get into that in tomorrow's broadcast. Before we close, let me again remind you, we're in our spring fundraising campaign. Would you please now give us a call? and help us to reach our goal to, to get to our $20,000 goal. The number to call is 800-616-0082. Again, that's 800-616-0082. And you can give safely, securely on our website, fortressoffaith.com. That's fortressoffaith.com. Thank you, and we'll be back again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.